Welcome everybody to episode seven of um, I'm with them. Renee, uh, let's see who else is here with me tonight. Lady Liz. Young Ruben. Nay Sweeps. Well, uh, we wanted to wait to hear our amazing president. Or possibly, well, uh, not being biased, but the greatest president of my generation, uh, Mr. Barack Obama, give uh, another amazing speech. Um, I know. It did. It, part of me did want to chant four more years when I'm hearing him. It, it makes. It reminds you of what a president should sound, how a president should appear in front of a, a large crowd, and basically make you feel proud to be an American. Um, something that he's done to me for eight years. Um, what did you guys think about his uh, speech? Um, I thought it was inspiring. Just him talking about how come, like, just combining everybody together and not trying to separate people and saying you have to bring America back. No, he was actually trying to bring people together and just you know unite everybody. He's reminding us that you know how um, Trump and the Republicans, what's their slogan? Um, Make America Great Again? Yeah. And him and and uh, Biden, Biden was amazing. Biden, yeah. oh, once again, uh, crazy, crazy. He he. They reminded us that it's not that America make America great. We already are great. Mm-hmm. And I love Biden. He said, um, "It's not that we're trying to reach the finish line. We are the finish line. Right. We're already where people want to be. It's just that the other side want us to feel something different, and that's why they're getting such support. But they they killed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nay, what'd you think?" Um, I, I mean, Obama could do no wrong in my book. <laughs> Michelle, Barack, Michelle Sasha, Malia. Yeah, like honestly, I just I absolutely love them. You know what I really liked about the his speech was also he was real. Like, you know, we've all made mistakes. Hillary has made some mistakes. Right. I have made some mistakes. You know, we persevere. We still continue to fight on. You know, like you never really know what you're going to get into unless you are sitting at that desk in the Oval Office and you're making these decisions. Like that has to be the hardest. It is the hardest job. Look, look at that video of before his speech. How much he's aged. Yeah. Shows mm-hmm. you how. But then you stressed. also see all the pictures are just him like thinking really yes. hard and his hand and his you know like on his face like he's just. It's never him smiling or anything like, yeah, he he's, likes to have fun and he jokes around, but he is making life decisions for the whole entire world. Every like, day. That's insane. And that's a lot of pressure. And that's why I feel comfortable with Hillary. She's She's been in, in politics going back. I mean, it doesn't really count. When, well, I mean, I guess it does when, when your husband is the president, yeah. so it yeah. does. But even prior to that. She was doing a lot. Um, so she has so much experience. That's why you should feel comfortable. Yeah. Les, how would you, you feel? I loved it. Sad to see him go? Yeah, I don't want him to go. I want him to do another four years. I know, huh? Yeah. I think him and Michelle are just genuinely, like, they have the best interest of America, like, at heart. And I think that his speech, um, I came in on the end of it, but I just think he... It's just reminding us that, you know, I think Trump wants to instill fear so that he can gain that power that way. But Mm -hmm. he put it to a way like it's not about power. It's about being one and like all the things that make America great already. um, Just remembering that. So yeah, perfectly. And they're also classy like Joe Biden, Jill. Michelle, Barack, I mean, it's, Hillary, Bill. Like, <laughs> yeah. True, I don't, I mean, prior to them, the only other family, first family that I really did support was the Clintons, mm-hmm. you know, because I loved Bill when his term, uh, but I mean, I was still young enough where I didn't appreciate it the way I appreciate um, Obama and, and Michelle. You know how it's no surprise now in, uh, in these uh, days that you can find drama about everybody, right. you know, dirt about everybody. That family would be the ultimate one that would shock me if we would ever find out there was some dirt. <laughs> I mean, because we've, I mean, uh, take it back just a little quick. Like, everybody loved the Kennedys back in the 60s. And we didn't know how much of him was uh, cheating on his wife <laughs> until he passed until later on and they had they figured out the way they snuck him in so that blew everybody away but Obama they just so so much class it would be shocking if any kind of dirt 
That, and then he normally what happens is when, once you're done, now you're going to be a, a, a speaker. He, yeah. and, and then you're going to write a book. Right. I mean, I'm already, I'm ready to pre-order it right now if I could. You know, so and I really enjoy the way the Democratic convention has gone. It's gone smoothly. I mean, it had one one or two little beginning. you know hiccups with people booing because yeah. supporting uh, Bernie so much that they didn't want to give in to Hillary. But I appreciated Bernie saying, you know what, I, I hate that I lost, but we got to support right. Hillary. And Obama said that at the end too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even though Bill the Burn, like he's not going to be in running, but don't let that deter you from still voting Democratic because we don't want Trump. The, let me get you guys' an opinion. The first date, I, the, the line that I loved Obama said, what was it? Um, don't boo, vote. Vote. Mm-hmm. So Love that. The, after the first day of the Democratic convention when people were booing and they were going for Bernie, at after even after Michelle's amazing speech and everything, when the the first day ended, a lot of the new CNN, MSNBC interviewed a lot of ben, um, Bernie supporters, mm-hmm. and they asked them, "Are you going to vote for Hillary now?" And every single one was saying, "I'm not going to vote. I'm just going to vote uh, Green, so independent. I'm not even going to vote or just go independent." I don't understand how people can be so blinded by saying, "Okay, my the person that I've been supporting, I get. Mm-hmm. I've been supporting and investing all my time with this person. It's hard for me to now." give up on them and go to the one that we've been battling against. But so instead of just going down our party, which Mm -hmm. Bernie is a Democrat, Mm -hmm. let me go and just not vote or just vote for another whole, another person, another Mm -hmm. party. That's they're just in their feelings right now. That's all. And it's just so crazy because if you are not voting, Mm -hmm. you are voting for Trump. Pretty much. That is what it is. Like, let's be like Sarah Silverman said, you guys are being ridiculous. (laughs) If you do not vote, you pretty much are giving it to Trump. Yeah. Why would you want that? If you yeah. were such a Bernie supporter, you were. That's pretty much a slap in the face. Like, yeah, that's just crazy. Nick, Nick Cannon uh, did a protest the last day in um the the Republican convention, mm-hmm. and he said that he wanted um, black people not to vote. Period. That was his movement: is not to vote until they uh people or the government realizes that black people matter. I respect the thought, but I'm like, come on. Wrong approach. Terrible approach. I mean, I didn't hear that. It's true. And you know what? Also, with something that my brother also looks into, what I liked about um, Baraki said is don't just vote for a president. When it's time to vote, vote for your mayor, vote for the sheriff, Mm -hmm. vote for people in your city because they're the ones that make. The, the laws that we abide Justice. by. Justice. Right. Yeah. And it's crazy that Nick Cannon would say something like that because they fought so hard for us to be able to vote. Mm-hmm. And then taking that away, what is that going to do? Besides, now we don't have a voice at all. At all. <laughs> like, I don't, so that, that's crazy point. to me. Donald Trump would be our voice. What? Yeah. Which, and when he made it feel like on his speech, like we're about to have the purge next year, <laughs> as soon as he becomes office, the purge. I mean, yeah. Ruben, do you, how important do you think it is to vote for your mayors for, because a lot of times we always remember the presidents, maybe mm-hmm. the governors, and stuff, but we don't remember like the mayor or, you know, the city councilman, how important that is. Yeah, it's, 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 I think it's more important than even voting for a president just because we live here, we live in L.A., so for you to vote for a mayor that you're going to, that actually is going to affect you here. Immediately. Yeah, immediately. So with, with, even with the chief of police, it, Cause if he gets the bad one in there, you could get a person that's racist, True. and then just go straight for only for like against the black, the brown, you know, just for the um, for those things that we might go into jail more just because like oh you know what we're gonna racial profile, right. or, or the the representatives that actually go to Congress, those mm-hmm. are the ones that we have to actually vote for just because we, if you want to change laws or you want to change like judges. You have to start from here, so then we have a voice here. This is the person, this is the representative. I actually want them to go to the to Congress and pick the laws that I want them to support or anything else like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're going to respect what I want to do because most of them they're okay just hanging out there because a lot of people don't vote. Yeah. So they only vote. They don't, the only people that they're listening to is the people that actually do vote. So if if they start seeing that more black brown people are actually voting, they have to start now. Uh, getting their attention for their needs. Right, and that's what President Obama said. He said, vote for them, and then not just because they're Democrats or for whatever party, Mm -hmm. just because they're voted in, even if they're in office, put the pressure on them. Keep Mm -hmm. the pressure on them, making them think, because guess what? They're going to have to run again once their term is up, and if they wanted to stay, they got to show proof. And a lot of times, you know, I'll be the first to admit, I mean, 
every year I haven't voted, you know, for councilmen. Because if I don't recognize names, I'm not going to know. And then sometimes I don't think it's as important. But understanding what's been going on the last five, six years, I, it's, it's now become such an important thing. And just because you don't know a name, doesn't you sh what you should do is pay attention. When we get the ballots in November, when they get mailed to your house, they normally have a brief description of each candidate. Mm -hmm. Then what party? At least educate yourself a little bit. If you say, okay, I'm for Obama. Okay, I'm Democrat. Let me see these names. Let me just Google it. It doesn't take, you don't have to read a whole bio story. <laughs> right. Just read a couple lines. Okay, this is what they stand for. Okay, I kind of vibe with that. If not, let me see what this one and just go. This generation Googles everything. You can Google a couple of representatives just to make sure. Right. If, yeah, if we could Google, you know, crazy, uh, you know, drama with reality stars and just crazy stuff, we can Google who is going to be our politicians coming up. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's important. Uh, my only one concern, the last thing regarding the convention, Hillary is tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. Hillary, uh, it's a, she has her most important speech ever. Think about it. She's now going after President Obama, after Michelle, after Biden, after Bill probably some of the best speakers we've ever had mm -hmm. in government and she that's not her strong point she is not the most likable person when she spoke when she speaks she's worked on it how do you guys think she'll do i think hopefully she will kind of piggyback off of everybody else's speech i feel like she's smart enough to mm -hmm. see the direction that they've gone in and hopefully kind of bring touch, it home <laughs> yeah bring it home and touch on all of the things that Michelle talked about that Jill talked about that Joe Mm -hmm. You know, even some of the Cory Booker, like yes. he did really well oh, and stuff. Good. So I'm hoping that she kind of piggybacks off that. But then I was also thinking, like, can Michelle's speech person just kind of <laughs> right? look over her speech? <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just in case. Just to maybe add a little personality there, you know? Yeah. Like, Hillary needs personality. She does. That's Let's she be does. real. And it's not even for the speech. It's how she's going to go ahead and present the Come speech. So how she, comes, yeah, out she looking. comes out looking. She screams a lot. And like a lot of her things, she kind of like enunciates more just to get that word out. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of her, her speeches. Just because she kind of does kind of scream a little bit more, it, it bothers me. <laughs> so, and that's what, it, and, and that's what it, it's kind of, it, I'm worried about that. You, you're going to try to scream just to get your heard, like just your voice be heard from people. I just, hopefully she's able to enunciate and just be in a good, calm, calm, calm tone and positive tone that is going to help. Her speech um, seemed conversational. Yeah, yeah. You know, not for us. But yeah, I, that is a good point, Ruben, regarding the yelling. People have said that, but uh, like uh, on the news that I was watching, they were saying after Obama, who yelled 90% of his speech, they're saying as soon as a Republican says anything about uh, um, Hillary yelling, if she does, you should just attack and just put a, put on a Trump speech and said you should. Yeah, there's no reason for you to speak because Trump just yelled purge, purge, <laughs> purge, basically. So you shouldn't be complaining. But I feel you. It, it has to be confident. What do you guys want her to say? Just one quick thing that you guys hope that she says that that would help. That you think would help her look good in front of people that are swing. Yeah. I think she, I think she should definitely you know maybe step up and say. I've made some mistakes, you know, kind of yeah. like an Obama thing, like acknowledge, like acknowledge it. it, you know, like, I'm sorry, I've been in this for 40 years, I'm mm -hmm. gonna make a, a mm -hmm. mistake, mm -hmm. you know, and she doesn't have to talk about the emails at all, No, she doesn't have to so talk either. about, you know, the DNC kind of swaying her, her way rather than Bernie's way, but just like say, like, look, I'm not perfect, but I will do what I can, you know, to... Yeah, I feel like be, just put the resume, her resume, like, this is what it is that I'm doing, and this is what I, I feel that I... Bring to the table, mm -hmm. then, and then that's when she's able to say those things, and then able to attack to Trump, saying, "I've done these things. What I have actually, you done? yeah, I've talked to um, diplomats. I talked to foreign leaders, and I have respect for them. How they have respect for me. I'm not aligning with one people, one person with uh, Russia, and I'm not right. aligning for people and saying all these outrageous things. I'm able to be diplomatic on the right places. Yeah. Right. That's what it is that I feel. If she's able to. Like say those things and then just just put her resume out there yeah. and then just say and just compare it to his because he has yeah it's nothing. no resume nothing. Oh. <laughs> Les, do you think she should try to personalize herself a bit and, and make herself yeah I was gonna I was gonna say it's not like one of course if she has an amazing slogan or something mm -hmm. you know like Michelle the you know when they go low go high but I think she really has to convey like 
her authenticity because America right now is reading the bull. So it's like, Good you point. know, they're definitely going to go with Trump if he's being real and saying stuff that, um, you know, they feel he's being authentic about. And so she really needs to, so kind of, you know, encompasses what Monet um, and Ruben said. And you just have to like own it, acknowledge it, but then just be yourself. And like really say what you're about to do and what you're good at. Like you haven't been in this position this long for no reason. Mm -hmm. Good point. Mm -hmm. Good point. Yes, yeah, I think that's something that's important. And hopefully, uh, Nay's right. Hopefully, she can take a little bit of each person's speech. Yeah. But then the Dem mm -hmm. uh, the Republicans are gonna, they're waiting for her yeah. to make an error. So they might be like, see, she used all of their speeches oh and God. just wrote one. But I mean, I mean, who cares? At this point, we need to do whatever we need to do to win this. Because if mm -hmm. not, we're going to end up with a, uh, the man who has nothing in his resume regarding politics, who today made a crazy statement saying that the Russians should hack Hillary once again just to find the emails, so-called emails that are missing, which if any other person who's been a politician would say something like that, everybody would be in uproar and republicans would exactly would be yelling treason they should go to jail how they were yelling at her lock her up they should lock him up if uh, look at i I'm, I'm never the type that judges people on what their beliefs are or who they support this is why this country is great you can do whatever you want support whatever you want but friends that i have out there that support trump you know i get it you want something different but sometimes if you just listen to what he says it blows my mind that you guys stay supporting him it freaking blows my fucking mind. It, it, it makes me wonder, what are you guys lacking something? Common sense or whatever? Or you guys just don't give a fuck? But, I mean, from one crazy motherfucker from Trump, let, let's change the subject. Did you guys see um, uh, this mother on... Uh, yesterday, there was a video that leaked out that this lady, she disciplined her daughter on uh, Facebook Live. Uh, Facebook Live um, showing the whole, like, a minute. I don't even know how long the, minute, the video was. I only saw a minute of her whooping her daughter's ass because her daughter was being a little thought and <laughs> posting pictures on Facebook of her in, in the bathroom with her boyfriend. Did you guys and see they that? They were video? just in towels. Yeah, that's... Oh, God. And she's 16. 16? Mm-hmm. Now, I'll be honest, listen. I'm, I'm for disciplining your child. Mm -hmm. I don't... I mean, I'm for maybe whooping them once in a while. I don't recommend you record it. <laughs> right. And put it for the world to see. Mm -hmm. And then also show that you're punching her in the face. And laying punches, that, yeah, and then telling all of the Facebook people to share it. Yeah. Oh, she they, did that? She was telling people to share it with more people. I'm like, girl, you're gonna get locked up. Like, you don't yeah. want them to share it. You know. It was not even that. I feel like just you're you're showing your your like your daughter is a hoe, like or like you know a thought. So <laughs> why? I think you, she's her her, her fear. Her tactic yeah. is to instill. Fear so that she doesn't do that again. <laughs> yeah, it's but just that the approach. It was horrible. Came yeah, up. yeah. It's just horrible now that now people are gonna actually see these things like all around. So now everybody's looking at her. Yeah, yeah. And, and it also go. It's kind of in the same category with. Remember when all those parents were like embarrassing their children by giving them crazy haircuts? haircuts. Yes. Yeah, you know? she shaved, so her head. shaved the head or shaved one side and everything. It's it's kind of in that same category to where it's like they're trying to embarrass them mm. so they don't do it again. But that's probably not the best way to do it so, is to beat your child and then record it. <laughs> say we're in the same, we're in that woman's shoes, and we find out our daughter, mm -hmm. you know, sixteen-year-old daughter, mm -hmm. posting pictures like that that you should not be posting at sixteen. First of all, why is she posting them on Facebook? But these kids, they just don't. I they just want to say, say there, there. I don't think there's that that shame or that like secrecy like that I feel like when we grew up it was like that was not would even you have ever like no anywhere no. or just want everybody to see no like at 16 I barely post me and my boyfriend kissing like it just wasn't one of those things that like we did but now I mean everybody no, but everything why social not media. why didn't you put post those because stuff? my parents my dad would kill me That's okay <laughs> but why what did he say to you that, that instill that fear. I'm beat you. <laughs> but that fear, though, if you don't instill that at a fear young age, at a younger age, okay. that um, so it goes. My mom. My mom's like uh, what four four, four eleven, 11 and a good year, and like, and I was older, and I'm I was still I'm still scared. Mm -hmm. yeah. So she instilled that fear when I was younger, saying if you do this, I'm gonna whoop your ass, mm -hmm. or if you do this, I'm gonna cut this off. So those are the things. Like it's just bad. I feel like she's a bad parent. Just period. If, if she, she doesn't know, if she doesn't know. I mean, I don't think. 
what she did was that wrong. The mom, yeah, recording it was wrong, awful. Yeah. But trust and believe, like, I've been hit a few <laughs> times. And I will probably hit my Punch child a few times. No. In the no, face. No, probably not in the face. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, no. it, it, she did get take, take it a little too far. But right. I also think it has to deal with the mom was not paying attention to the daughter as much. You know, it like, was probably mom was adding what is she her doing? anger. Like, she needs attention in some way because it's like, honestly, me growing up, I don't remember ever. I've asked my parents this plenty of times. I don't remember ever having a sex talk or... Uh, you know, you don't do no this point. and you don't dress this way or anything like that. It was just my parents, you know, I felt like they paid attention to me. So mm. obviously if they saw me wearing something, they'd be like, uh, no, you, you know, go <laughs> back upstairs. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. then I would always talk to them. Like they were always talking to me and mm-hmm. half the time I was grounded. Yes. It's <laughs> all the time. But, you know, it was just like, we always had conversations to where it's just like, I got, you know, what I needed from them, and they also had a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. She probably doesn't have that with her mom. It was more like a, I'll take care of you, I'll provide food. The basic needs. The basic mm-hmm. needs, but it wasn't actual, like... Nurturing. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I don't know. That's I, exactly I what I was looking at. Well, I don't know. I feel that the mother probably is probably doing something kind of related to that. Or... To, to get that even even thing in her head, or... But you know what though? That, that really video don't. makes you wonder though. So that's the problem. Why? If you do that behind closed doors, who's judging you? Nobody, because it's just you and your child being disciplined. Now when you're putting it to the world, you're letting everybody mm-hmm. basically judge Make you. Their exactly. You. And that's True. what the problem is. I, I I understand she was doing it to honey, I'm gonna embarrass you. Yeah. But not knowing like because she's probably much older. I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't really get to see her face. Yeah. But so she might not understand social media that also now backlash is going to come on you. Yeah. Yeah. Because she thinks it's only going to my friends. But it doesn't just go to whatever not you put on the internet going to the world. And I think that's that's the difference. Because it could be, like, we don't know their circumstance or situation. But she might I be think always working and have time that's to what be I was there. Yeah, there's I a think... fine line between embarrassment and teaching a lesson. And then you add in social media, it going viral, you know. I think she's definitely probably a single mom yeah. that doesn't know what else to do to make her daughter wake up and realize, like, you cannot be out here in these streets you know, just thinking that you are grown. True. I mean, didn't we, a few episodes back, we discussed that lady in New Orleans, in Louisiana, who disciplined her sons yeah. because her father, baby father was in jail and she didn't want them to go down that route, which she appeared, so she whooped them. But there's no video, so there right. was more sympathy for her. There right. was no that much backlash. It was, oh, I support, I get which, why you were mm-hmm. doing it. With her, it might be more backlash because of that there's video. video. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the discipline thing is just, I literally had this conversation today and I only brought this up because there's, uh, it's Proverbs 13, 24. So it's in the Bible and it says, spare the, spare the rod, spoil the child, right? Mm -hmm. So now you're including the religious aspect and the whole, the whole point of that scripture was, you know, if a parent refuses to discipline an unruly child, that child will grow accustomed to getting his or her own way and like mm. doing and not being redirected. I mean, I'm in therapy, so we do a lot of redirection. And so it's like, I understand the mom's intentions behind it, but then I think the the social media aspect and with so many things going on, it was just, she should probably take it down and do it then. Yeah, it might be too late. <laughs> but it's, too late. it's done. It's too late. Especially now you see other kids, they see it. You yeah. Know? So hard. another interesting thing that you pointed out, Les, that you, um, regarding a new thing that's coming out on Nickelodeon, right? Oh, yes. Uh, a cartoon oh that we noticed that had a little twist to it that oh, uh, we thought it was interesting. I don't recall what's the name of it. It is on Nickelodeon. Has it started yet or is it? Um, it's. I, I want to say I thought it said it, it's um, a new show coming. Um, uh, this was posted July 19th, so I don't think it started yet, but it's called The Loud House mm-hmm. on Nickelodeon. And it's going to debut the first ever biracial gay couple um, on cartoons. Do they have a biracial couple? Without the gay? That's what I was wondering too. No. I was like, I so they're just shooting. They're just going from regular going to biracial gay. Well, see, and that, and that's what I brought it up. <laughs> I brought it up to Renee because it was like, would it make it better if they started off with just the biracial cup? Exactly. Then you put in two gay men. And then let's be like, where is it okay to introduce it into like Nickelodeon is huge. And they actually, um, on the same, um, article, it talked about Disney 
trying to debut their own um, They're doing a movie, game. right? Well, they wanted to do the sequel, I think, of Frozen. Uh, Frozen yeah. with, uh, is it Elsa? One, one of them was Elsa gay. being a lesbian. Right. I think that was the wow. first time I ever saw it. But my, my concern was Nickelodeon is a huge, a huge network that children watch on a daily what's, I used to watch Nickelodeon what's the age group that watches it just, um, just honestly I'd, I'd say from like yet. 3 to like at least 12 or 13 okay then from that age group mm-hmm. is it first is it too are they is it it's too early for me are you sending them the wrong do you guys feel like it's okay so let's see I, I've been thinking about this right okay so I think it should be per household and I think that the parents should decide yeah. I don't think a network should decide what they're going to expose America's children too. I feel like, you know, I have a friend um, recently got married, um, lesbian couple. She has a young son and like, you know, introduced that into his world because that's part of her world, which I totally all for it. Yay, it works. But if I have a child, like literally a five-year-old, a seven-year-old, I don't know if I'm ready for them to be exposed to that. And you know, they're still developing their brains and minds. They're like I just, yeah, I feel like it should be. You know, I feel like now you got to have a filter on your TV mm-hmm. that Which says no, you know, no to adult content and then no to Nickelodeon. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Like, down <laughs> Nickelodeon. Right. From this time we got And it's true. I, I understand what they're doing because they're saying, okay, and now it's becoming such a, a norm in our society that we right. want to have everybody included. But it's true that is now. I think it should be a family decision whether they feel their children at a certain age should be able to to watch something like that. Not to say that that lifestyle is incorrect, no judgment. But if for say for instance, and, and the biracial thing also is something that mm-hmm. bothers me because say for instance, it's now kids are being programmed to believe a certain thing based on social media and what they see on TV. Mm-hmm. It is it would be a nice thing to have a biracial couple to show kids already a young age look. We could all be, we can all get get along. Mm-hmm. We could all be similar. We can all be uh, as one as a community. But now you're kind of getting away because now by doing that, let's throw on something else on top of it. Right. And so adding layers to it. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. adding layers, so much layers that the kid might be already confused at the one, the biracial, right. like, oh, okay. Right. Now, like, and top of that, a young kid at five might not know because they're... And- their kid, their parents don't discuss biracial or, or any don't other. Want to, right? Or right? And, that, and, and they see them. They're like, "Mom and, and Dad are biracial. Right. Are they always gay?" Right, and that's actually a big thing that I even see in my profession now, which is there's layers to it. So it's like, okay, the parents aren't even comfortable um, talking about being biracial. So the child may grow up being biracial, but not sure where they fit in. So that topic isn't even there. And now you're adding the layer of of sexual orientation, mm-hmm. identity. Um, there's this intersectionality that now there's like all these layers to you and you can't even, you don't know where you belong, where you fit in. And yeah. I don't think Nickelodeon is going to have a debrief or a discussion <laughs> after this cartoon right. to say, okay, boys and girls, this, this, you know, this is the deal, you know? True. And I, I feel like we're exposing our kids to too, so too much, much and there's no explanation. Did you, there's no explanation. Did you guys have... But that discussion, I had, that those type of discussions with your parents growing up? No. Oh. I think my first one, I'm not even going to lie to you, was probably my either senior year of high school or going into my freshman year of college because I had a friend come out to me, uh, a female friend, and I had no idea what that meant. I had no idea what she was trying to say. I mm. had no wow. idea what what it was. Like, I kind of lived a sheltered life on the low. So, you know, my idea of you know, relationships and love was heterosexual, male, right. female. Um, race didn't matter, but I wasn't exposed to, to you know, I got it. I feel like I've never gotten no. that talk no. yet. I've always looked at it, I'm like, you know, you get it. Like, literally, I had friends in high school that I was over here side-eyeing. Like, she knew. come on, bro. Like, <laughs> I see you. I see through you, but I'm going to play your game. Right. You know, but it's like my parents, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean... I love my parents and they are the best people in the whole entire world, but I don't think they had to talk to me about any of that stuff. Even they, now, do you guys talk about it? No. Right. No. Like, like you have a young nephew. Yeah. But yeah. okay, so I'm oh, here. Oh. This is where I was going. I okay. wanted to slide oh, okay. in. Okay. <laughs> but I do think there is levels to Disney Channel and Nickelodeon to where I have. Okay, so. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I think I have a nine year old niece. 
and a five-year-old nephew, and then obviously my baby, who's... Yeah. Um, <laughs> some months. <laughs> some months. So I do think there's levels to it, because when I am at home with them, my nephew watches something completely separate from what my niece watches, right. that age range, five and nine. Right. My niece watches more of the D- Disney, Nickelodeon teenage shows, preteen shows maybe, okay. where they're not cartoons. Mm-hmm. So I think... I could accept it a little bit more if my niece, if that was happening to a show that my niece was watching, like a biracial gay couple, just because my, like, she tells me a lot about these shows mm-hmm. and what's going on. So mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like she gets it. Oh, like she can understand. She can under, yeah, okay. she can understand like, oh, that's the gay dad. <laughs> Both of them are dads and they're gay. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really it doesn't seem like she's letting anything affect her. Like even seeing, you know, the biracial couples on Disney channel and stuff like that. She was like, Oh, they're dating. (laughs) She's like giving me the whole scoop. So I think she understands it more to where it's like, that's some people, but that's not everybody, you know? And yeah, we should be having talks with everybody with all these kids regardless. But I think she kind of gets it more. So if you are watching a TV show or if this was on a TV show, that was more of eight to 13 or something mm-hmm. like that. I think I would be more okay with it rather than a cartoon mm-hmm. for my five-year-old nephew to watch that is like, what is going on? Why <laughs> sure. are there two boys kissing? You right. know? Yeah, that's true. Ruben, would, would you let your kid watch that? No. No? I just feel it's confusing for them. There's a lot of things that are confusing when they're, your brother like learning like just the one, two, three. So, right. so like for them to put that out there is like telling a kid... Okay, so you're going one, two, then going to fifteen. Mm-hmm. So you're missing that whole gap. They have to actually let them, like, let them get themselves or understand themselves first before anything else. I think it's way too early. To but do you think up. now, if you know how, if we were to say, you know, I don't think it's appropriate for children at a certain age, the other side would be like, well, you guys, you guys just might not feel that way because you guys are not of that lifestyle, so yeah. you guys don't accept it. Well, or, I mean, I was looking at the other side, too, because going through graduate school, we had to watch videos on little kids who, at, like, I think the youngest was, like, four or five. They were male, but knew, identified female. They would draw themselves as a female. So I took this cartoon, and I was like, okay, well, maybe they would be like, oh, my God, somebody gets me. And, like, I don't know, have some great. But then that's why I said it's, like, I feel like it should be, like, by household. Like, before it comes on you have to click okay or something like there has to be a some type of filter because i don't think parents are ready to have the talk yet yeah they can't even have the birds and the bees how you gonna explain yeah you know john and john hearing you guys say it i don't think i ever had that talk with my my Mm -hmm. mother i mean especially birds and bees. i I mean being a a guy i don't think she ever felt comfortable (laughs) so she just probably hoped that i got it from somewhere else which i did you know as a boy you (laughs) as a boy you hear whatever just play for it You know, so I don't recall having that conversation, but I, you know, in mine, also, I don't feel that I would have that setting on. If I were to see that show and knowing my kid goes on it, not just because I feel it's, and well, I do kind of feel it's inappropriate, not because of the content, because I just, if, if I haven't discussed that with them, mm-hmm. I want them to understand what they're seeing. Exactly. And then if I did have that other uh, conversation, okay, then go by means, go mm-hmm. watch it, and you whatever you feel, mm-hmm. that's all you, and I'll support you. It's so funny you just brought up a point. You know how when we were little, we always had to close our eyes on the kissing scenes? Why right. did our parents make us close our eyes on the kissing scene? Because they weren't ready to talk to us about why, what, was, where, what it was going to lead point. to, or what it was, you well, know? Point. <laughs> yeah, the only thing you know for for those type of things for being gay and all that stuff too we have to actually really think about even though i don't like it mm-hmm. uh on, i guess on their side like you know back in the like let's say 30s 40s mm-hmm. you never seen like shows that had actually well you couldn't even walk down the street yeah biracial yeah. or they're only like uh more white shows right so for them to like start incorporating let's say now you have black more in like mm-hmm. black shows and was that even a problem for them or was it like the having the same conversation like mm-hmm. do I want um, my kids to start seeing biracial mm-hmm. um, shows just mm-hmm. having a black and a white yeah. or something mm-hmm. else is that something is that appropriate for them so it's it's yeah so it's like yeah I know even though it's like I have to think about it in their way too it's just that they are gonna in a way suppress and like they they want to come out and like be free mm-hmm. just like all of us are right now right. so that's and the only they wanna, thing and I'm sure every network wants to somehow represent what America is, is right? yeah. exactly and I, I could so. totally get that like I've heard a lot of people say 
they're just throwing it in our faces and they're just forcing us, you know, to watch these gay couples and, you know, watch all this kissing and sex scenes and everything. And I'm like, I don't think anybody's forcing it, but this is what reality is right now it's, in America. It's the norm. Like, this it's is the, the norm. Yeah, you it's, know? It's, like, what's one of the things that got passed under Obama? Now you can get married. Right. You know? It's mm-hmm. so, it, now that you, yeah. that's become it's something. It's part of the culture. It's part of the mm-hmm. culture. And, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and we're just on the, on the brink of, of the start of that new culture. So, it's mm-hmm. for us, it's a little bit kind of like, oh, I don't know. It's kind of touchy still. It's the same way when it was the civil rights and everything else. It's still, it was a, it's, a touchy subject. Right. And, yeah. And we're at already at that age now where because we didn't see it growing up, it's, it's so it's, even for us, it still takes us a little bit back. Probably people younger than us, it's now become normal for them. And then when they get old, they get to their own thing where oh, I'm not ready to see that. We all, every generation goes through it. Changes. I mean, mm-hmm. we just have to be open to it, but recommend having a conversation with your children. You know, sometimes it's needed. But um, it should yeah. be a ton, uh, age limit. Like sh- 10, 10 years old. I'll have I think there is on the TV guys. They tell you. I think yeah. You're, you, oh, you yeah. Yeah. The, then, the ratings. Yes, right? on the, the rating. Yeah. But I don't think that rating. What would you give that rating? That cartoon is still a. I don't know. That's, that's, I might just what? look just to see what rating it does get. Well, I, mean, I, I think I'm going to watch be. it just to even see how they portray it. I feel like that would be... Yeah, especially you, you dealing with, with kids, that yeah. is a good thing. Okay, so you go ahead and okay, watch, it, watch it and then report back okay. to us. And it's yeah. probably not going to be a bunch of kissing. I don't think so either. It's, cart- it's a cartoon. Yeah. I feel like it's so, going to be like more like just like a, a hug. Maybe hold like the hands. Like a solid family. No. Like, like a yes. You know what they look like, though? They actually look like the modern family. Um, yes. Husband, husband. <laughs> the big guy and the tall, skinny guy. Except for one's black and one's white. But That's true. Modern family. Yeah. That was one of the first. Modern family is That I can clear. remember. It's amazing. And modern they, family is And the so way funny. they made it, 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 it gradually put you in there. Where you, I mean, we won't want anybody to be held back and show affection in a way. But they they understood that people might not be ready to completely throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Everybody making it. So I love how they, they gradually <laughs> yeah. would show little scenes, maybe once in a while, and it made you feel comfortable. And, and it's I, also for adults. Yeah, you true. Know, start out with us first, and yeah. then take it to maybe, the first. Maybe, maybe, maybe watch Martin Family first, well, then go to the loud yeah. house. You know, like, let's, let's take stages. That's true. That's true. Modern yeah. Family is really funny. Man, Modern Family is dope. So on another note, let's see. Oh, you know what? So we put it out there for our, some of our listeners so they could throw us little questions here and there to... Um, what, oh, you want to add to the conversation? I want to add to the combo. Oh, oh okay. yeah, we do have a guest. We have a guest, guest who just enjoyed that conversation and she wants to add to the combo. So, first, introduce yeah. yourself. Introduce yourself. My name is Jade. Jade, Jade, you got to stick up. Hi. There you Hi. Go. My name is Jade. There you go. Um, so, I'm just listening to your conversation over there, and you know, I just want to do devil's advocate because mm-hmm. that's my favorite position to play. <laughs> and so, you guys are talking about how they shouldn't, like, they should, do you think they shouldn't integrate it or there uh-huh. should be conditions on it? And I'm mm-hmm. just thinking, like, how much of relationships do kids really understand to the point where they're going to be like, oh no, like, that's, I, that's wrong. Like, I just feel like, you guys are putting too much emphasis on like kids' brains. Like I don't think that they're incompetent. Mm-hmm. I just think that I think it's a bigger deal for adults than it is for children. True, and that's why because we're not oh, used to sorry. seeing it's that growing up. Yeah. To to us, it stood out as a story. When mm-hmm. maybe as a child we would have been like it's normal, but because we never saw it growing up, we're like, whoa, okay, things are changing. They're progressing. But there's there's two parts also, though, because a child's brain is still developing during these times that we're talking about. And exposure to to that, um, to seeing, I guess, things outside of their norm or exposure to certain things. Actually, there are studies that show it does influence how they grow up. So a lot of a lot of parents their skepticism or their hesitation yes it's the conversation they're not ready but also there isn't there is a part of it that's like well if by my child seeing this at this young age and maybe they're not having that explanation after are they going to grow up to be gay or lesbian mm-hmm. or see that that's more, where more tolerant mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. more tolerant. Like yes. we talk about mm-hmm. oh is it going to be are they going to be straight or gay like mm-hmm. i feel like this could open the doorways to being more tolerant mm-hmm. of everything, Good like point. biracial okay. relationships, um, same-sex relationships. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying that mm-hmm. might be, a, like it might be di- very difficult for people to have that conversation mm-hmm. in general because I think that's very difficult for people to talk about things that are different and that they're not comfortable with, of mm-hmm. course. But like, 
your kid watching this may be more tolerant of people who are biracial, mm-hmm. who have bira- biracial relationships. And yeah. kids are more talented because what they learn their prejudice from mostly is adults. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not other children. Point. Point. Like it's that. not other children. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I can see where the skepticism comes in, yeah. especially on adult parts. But I feel like for children, it's I just feel like in this aspect, like I feel like people are putting too much emphasis on their own opinions mm-hmm. instead of what children really respond to what they really mm-hmm. listen to and and that's a good point and that's something that has always been brought up where the older generation keeps prejudice alive mm-hmm. keeps you know separation between races and cultures alive because of their ignorance to dealing with others that they because they're not used to dealing with others they bring that to their kids they teach yeah. that sometimes not even by accident mm-hmm. just just if, the fear. If, yeah, because that's a good point. That's something that's a good point. Because if, if, if I'm a little child, seven, eight years old, whatever, five, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing my parents block this show, it's going to be like, why? And then getting older, <laughs> find out that show was this. Why didn't my parents want me to watch? Is it because they're against it? And now I should be against <laughs> it? Right. So that's a good yeah, point. Yeah. That's the conversation. But then but I, how would you I, bring it up? Say? But yeah, and the thing is, I, I, don't know. I totally get what you're saying. But it's also like... I don't want my kid to see that show and then go to school the next day and try and kiss a boy and think that it's okay just because he saw it on TV. But, but and why not do that, you think? And, but not that I think that it's, it's, wrong. it's wrong Like if he is gay or if he is feeling some sort of way, but you can't just do that to everybody, honey. Like You can't yeah, just because be kissing. But that's why the conversation yeah, has to be had. That's, that's, that's why that show that is still needs that conversation. Is it the same mm-hmm. if he was to go to school and kiss a girl? Like, no, because the same thing. at the age of five or something, you shouldn't be kissing a girl. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm, it's just like, you, you just still need to have, anyway. right, but you still need to have that conversation regardless. It goes yeah. back to, to the parents and how important it is to be involved. I mean, unfortunately, not all of us have parents that do get involved because right. of a financial situation what's a, or whatever. What's a good age for you that's, to start talking about and it's that's an individual. Like I said 10. 10? That's no, too long. But I feel like but point, like when you think about it, as you guys were just saying, because I was listening to you guys over there, you guys didn't have your first conversation mm-hmm. about what gay relationships. Mm-hmm. So you were a senior high in high school, school and yeah. your friend came out. So right. it's like if you're like if you really think about it, of course not everyone's gonna share this view, but like you say ten is a good age, but how many parents are really gonna sit down with right. ten and exactly. be like, Look, point. Really? I, I don't I don't think it has to do with the age. I think it has to do with the ability to comprehend mm-hmm. and understand what is what they're seeing and what what's being conveyed. I think if a parent can literally have a mature conversation, there are some very smart five-year-olds out there. there Nay's nephew is one. I can genuinely have a conversation with this kid about like feelings, mm-hmm. like genuinely him yeah. connecting feelings to situations. And I'm a therapist. And to me, that child is bright. He's right. going to go somewhere. He may be the next Obama. He's I don't know. He's a genius. But like, if your child can genuinely understand and like comprehend, okay, well, this relationship there's so many aspects to a relationship it's not just heterosexual mm-hmm. it's homosexual yeah. it's this it's that it's, it's asexual complicated. It's, it's complicated. complicated you know if a if a child can understand that and then you're teaching love not not uh what's the word you're teaching love and not a person's like identity or, or yeah, perception. yeah yeah i think that that's that's where the conversation comes in because at the end of the day it's who you love right. now right. if that person happens to be a female and you're a female or a male and you're a male that's that's just what it is, but yeah. you, we're missing the concept of love in the end. Right. But, it makes a and, relationship. It, and it goes back to the parents. Unfortunately, yeah. there are some parents there that just never feel comfortable enough, and then yeah. they're probably praying that the kid doesn't come <laughs> up, like, <laughs> fucked up, and hoping yeah, they got yeah. But in this age, we have to start, I guess, what, in her point, mm-hmm. um, that we have to start now understanding and like when mm-hmm. we do have kids that okay we have to understand when they're able to comprehend right. mm-hmm. and start now talking to them right. so and we, we should now we should now break the the, the, cycle. the cycle of what we've seen not just our parents but their parents of Ooh, grandparents you know and they were the worst yeah. we love them to death but they brought down <laughs> we know they're so funny their because then it takes it to like when what what age is a child's first question about mommy where did my brother come from how did you make this great human being but it goes back to now that a child just can be just can google anything if they get access to something at school you know yeah so then they can find out and we're out of it and we're Mm -hmm. now they've made their own judgment so i mean it it is a per family decision but it is something that it goes back to the family Mm -hmm. and in order for us to make things seem normal and not 
be thrown off by anything that we see is have those conversations with your children. You know, educate yourself yeah. and then yeah. educate your child. Yes. Right. You know, that's, that's important. You yes. know? And you if, don't have to know it all. Just right. have conversations. Yeah. I mean, as a both, we're still trying to work. It's so taboo. You just got to have the dialogue. Look at work. As adults, we're having difficulty just figuring out just normal, <laughs> regular, and not to say just everyday yes. uh, relationships. You know, one, one, of our, one of our listeners threw a question at me that, once again, proves that we still have a difficulty understanding things. Yeah. Where they're saying that they're in a stage where they're, they, they've been single for a while, right? And um, they're not dating. They're taking time for themselves. But of course, human nature, you get lonely. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's difficult to just go to a random person and say, I just need affection. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you lean to what? Something that you've your already ex. had and you know your ex. <laughs> so they're curious. And like, is it, should it, is it okay for them to go to their ex and just have sex? Just platonic sex? And just because you need that human touch, is it? Do you think it's it, or are they opening up Pandora's box? No, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. No, yeah, because you, there's a reason why they're your ex. You know, because <laughs> the thing is that it's one or the other. If you start having sex, me or that other person, one of them has feelings. Like I could just want to say, okay, if we we're gonna smash, we're gonna smash, and that's cool. I could, I could, ha- I could make that difference. But if if a another other person like feels that coming. feels the same way or doesn't feel the same way, he still wants to be with me, mm-hmm. and this is the only way you're able to come back, and then they're gonna be cool. Like, and that's, that's the problem. The conversation <laughs> should, needs to be had. Even know the conversation. How many times you had a conversation with? <laughs> I'm sorry, women, with the girl, and then she's like, I'm like, this, this is this is what it is. We're just gonna have and then sex, all of a sudden it changes. and then everything else, and then she changes. It goes. Oh, how can we I only see you at two in the morning? Because this is only sex. I feel used. Yeah, and I feel used. What are you talking about? We just had this freaking conversation beforehand mm-hmm. saying, are you okay? We're just having sex. Whenever mm-hmm. I'm, I need something and whenever you need something, we're good. After that, we don't need to go out on dates. We don't need to be out there hanging so, out with my friends and your friends. No, I think it's so, the worst idea. So, okay. So, if a Ruben is a no, who, who, who has <laughs> So you know that's never happened. Pretty me. much. Okay, let in, lady, let's chime in. in. So there's a couple aspects to this. I feel like it depends where the woman is emotionally and right, mentally, right. because we can have sex. And it's just sex, and we don't want to have some random because we don't know where they came from, and we know what we're used to. Mm-hmm. Now, the difference is that emotional and, and mental state. Because if you're saying, oh, yeah, we could just have sex, but you got an agenda in the back of your mind mm-hmm. that, like, oh, by me getting back in, you know, he's getting in so I can get in, then we got, like, Women issues. Too <laughs> so, mm-hmm. no, no, but there, there's, there are cases, I mean, and I can even say, mm, off air, but I'm on air. Yeah. During my yeah. my exploration phase, there are, there was a phase where I could have sex and it didn't mean anything. Right. Genuinely, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, hey, here it bye. is. But that's where I was yeah. Yeah. emotionally and mentally. With an ex. Yeah, somebody I used to talk to. I was dating. Yes. Well, dating, it's different from like just a, like, a, like a person that you've been for a while. Maybe you had that. Like, so now there's years deep connect- So yeah, like, well, if you were together two years, like, now you can't a, call a, a regular. A, a, no. Yeah, because if you're dating somebody and it's it was just dating, dating, it never got to the stage of that. Yeah. Maybe the feelings never evolved. So you could feel like I can go to them or whatever because yeah. we never established that connection. When it's a relationship, mm-hmm. you guys have establish it it ended and there's a reason why you probably guys don't even even (laughs) deal with each other because Mm -hmm. it ended bad because of that connection so now to go back to it it, it, that conversation needs to be had i you know full disclosure the person that asked me is a female they're saying they want to go back to the ex not because they have any feelings it's just because they know the sex was good she's horny exactly Mm -hmm. okay and they feel comfortable enough and safe enough that he they know they he doesn't right. fuck around. Can, but see, and that's the thing. She's asking us, but if she can honestly do that with no strings attached, no ties, and won't wake up the next day, like, how come he didn't text me? Or why aren't we something a month She's later? Not. You know what? There's... <laughs> no, I... I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm not I mean, I'm just saying, no, you, she has to be the one to make that determination. No, but she's... Because she's right now, she's horny. Once, okay, the, but and, I'm, and, and once she goes back... And then they have that intimate relationship again. All those fees are gonna come back. I guarantee you, for a woman, it always comes back. No, you're generalizing that statement. That's the only truth. I've been in a situation where that has happened to me. Okay. Cause for cause. (laughs) (laughs) And like I've been with my ex before, and 
he was the one who had asked me, like, oh, do you think that we could, you know, get it popping again real quick? Okay. And I'm looking at him because he's the one who is stuck, who is stuck and mm-hmm. who's like, I just have all these feelings. I'm like, no, bro. Like, I don't think this is good. Like, for you. For you. For me. <laughs> I'm a whole new person that I'm cool with. But, like, for you, I don't think that's cool. And at that, and, like, needless to say, we didn't have it. But I was just like, after that, I was like, no, we can't because... <laughs> I just think that it's not good for you. And, like, if you genuinely care about a person and you're having sex with them and that's your ex, your ex, whatever side it's on, if you genuinely care about them, you're going to let them know when you feel like the situation is getting too intense that you guys need to relax and cool it. And you're not going to manipulate their feelings because you're having sex with them because that is what happens in a lot of cases. Like, Mm -hmm. the girl starts to get emotionally involved. Not always the girl, but it typically Mm -hmm. is the girl who gets emotionally involved. And then your ex starts to play on those feelings because they know they can. And to get what they want, it's going to be a back and forth. So if you really care about your your ex boyfriend, girlfriend, as a person, as a friend or whatever, you're going to just cut it off when you know mm-hmm. that things are getting too out of hand. Yeah. So if you can handle that, mm-hmm. I say go for it. Why so for you, it? it's, it's if that person can handle it, then go for it. If it's we up to both that can handle it, mm-hmm. and I feel like we're in a, both in a situation where we can handle it as a casual sex relationship, then I say, yes, I'm all for it. But at the point where it's just like, you can tell that, and you can tell when someone's getting mm-hmm. too yeah. deeply involved yeah. in a casual sex relationship and things start going up, so then you need to leave and just dead it at that and it not be that anymore. So that's a yes. Lady, that was deep. were you a yes? I think it was an in between. In between. I, I say it's case by case. Case by case. case. Okay, yes. just depend. Okay, Nay? I think it's a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> no, Honestly, I think um, <laughs> that is your ex for a reason. Mm-hmm. I agree with young Ruben. <laughs> and you that's, guys actually agree? Oh I know. God. I know, right? Wow. And, but I also think, you know, us as women, like I've gone through that phase to where it's just like, you know, I can have sex without mm-hmm. any attachments or whatever. But when it came to an ex, there was always some kind of attachment because, you know, we had a bond. You remember you know. the good times. Remember the good times. <laughs> or, or just like the sex was really good. So yeah. it's like, honestly, I feel like if I kept going, dipping back into that, I would start to compare every man to him. Even if I wasn't mm. attracted to him mm-hmm. emotionally anymore. Hey. But I'm like, ooh, his sex game real good. Hey. Like, <laughs> you can't, if you can't match that, if you can't match that, then I gotta go. Yeah. You know, right. so I think that's a part of it. You know, but then I also think... <laughs> Wait, what was I gonna say? She got back up and she thought about it. I gotta get to the tell her to get a vibrator. That's what she was gonna say. So I'll tell her, don't even do it. Just go to the little sex store and get you a little friend. Yeah, I don't know. I had something else, but I really didn't. I was so into the sex game. Stop thinking about that person. I know you're thinking about it. But for me, it's a no. It's a no. Yeah, I just don't think it's a good idea. And then, oh, this is what I was gonna say. <laughs> Honestly, if we both doing the damn thing and we have an agreement and then all of a sudden you find somebody else and like, look, I got to cut this off because yeah, now I have true. somebody else, yeah. I'm going to probably feel some sort yeah. of way. Uh, like, oh right. shit, I lost my sex buddy. And, then <laughs> and my like, answer's no, she's right. So, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, that means yeah. if you're cutting it, if the guy is cutting it off with me, that means yeah. he really found somebody right. that... Is worth and then yeah, now it's rejection. But, 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 but that means your mentality exactly. in the beginning. By you thinking that, you, it wasn't just sex. Nope. It's like, see, oh, and that's why she... I said there's always some little yeah. emotional attachment. Whether it's, there's it's an agenda in the back. Yeah. I don't think so. So for that person, don't, don't do it. Just don't do <laughs> so it. So that's no. Let, let, let me, okay, look, I'm going to give you from perspective because, you know, I don't have any filter. Look, I have had sex with every single ex. <laughs> After the fact, every single one. Every now, single what I do to it avoid the bullshit, we are gonna have that conversation eat before that incident occurs. If ah. I could see that we still ended up cool, I'll be honest. Look, it, I'm the type that when we end a relationship, it never ends in bad terms. Mm-hmm. We can still talk. We can be in good terms. So, and it might be strategic in my part, just in case. But who knows? But <laughs> if we are going to have that conversation. If we're having that vibe and I can tell, okay, this can go to it again. Okay, we're going to have this conversation. I'll throw it out there. Now, a lot of times you have to take responsibility yourself and say, okay, I can understand where they're coming from. If I get a vibe that they might not be able to handle it, don't go that route. Man, uh-huh. stop thinking with their dick all the time because then you wonder why 
she's she giving you drama, mm -hmm. you know? Okay. So you got to have that conversation. And sometimes, but if you're having that moment, I have a weakness and I have this connection with this person, I can go back to them. It doesn't mean it's going to be an ongoing thing. Because right. guess what? It just went from, I just have a moment of weakness, I just need some sex. So now I'm constantly going back and back and back. Then right. what? Because I was it's, scheduling it's this. <laughs> exactly. Right. It should just be a one. Every Tuesday two, at 8 o'clock. Exactly. <laughs> Maximum. Yeah, no kissing. Oh no, no. no that has, that has no been. Kissing. I had an incident with one chick where it was that was a guideline. No kissing at all. No kissing. Barely eye contact. No eye Honestly, contact. Honestly, in then. the in the beginning. No missionary. Cause no. that's that's too intimate. No, to face to face, face to face. But honestly, in the beginning, <laughs> I would always like talk to my guy friends and everything. And they, if they weren't feeling the girl, or if it was literally just sex, they would say like, "Oh, I don't kiss him on the lips and stuff like that." And I'm like, "How do you do that? That's yeah. so weird." I did it. I've done it. <laughs> and I was like, "I see I what you're it. talking about." Now. I, did, I, I get, get it. it. I get it. Kissing on the lips is another form of intimacy it's, intimate. it's where intimate. if you aren't feeling this guy or if it's just a one-off a one-night stand or something like that you should yeah. not be kissing him on the lips yeah. at no all point okay. at all so in conclusion so for you <laughs> out there we'll say it depends on you if you can handle yeah, it if, if you you're going but then also find out if he can handle we it we say girl good luck no yeah. <laughs> no and i know yourself. no and i was gonna say know yourself, know yourself and, and know have him. the conversation first because if you can establish that up front so y'all really know what it is but then you can't schedule this has to be like i'm a moment of weakness like once every like four months or yeah. something you know right <laughs> and, and then also kind of random type thing yeah. and also be honest with yourself if you feel any kind of way if like he's not returning your calls or something girl then get end out it. Yeah. end it yeah. <laughs> End it. Good yes. point. Good way to end it. So on that note, you know that there was another question, but we'll save that for next week. Next so week. Um, a couple of you guys had That's recommendations, so um, let's go with some recommendations. I'll go first. Um, so I have a recommendation. Um, our friend Victoria Monet, who is on tour right now with Fifth Harmony and JoJo. Yes. Oh, congrats. Congrats. JoJo. Yeah, so she's on tour. She yes. has a new single out. She has a couple of albums out. Look her up, Victoria Monet. Really um, but she has a new single, Do You Like It? And I love it. <laughs> so here you Do go. Do you like it? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> We love you, Victoria Monet. Well, Have fun you, on do tour. You like do you That's like it? It's on Apple Music and iTunes. Please support her. IG is Victoria Monet. She's amazing. Yeah, she is awesome. Um, I'm sure she has Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have Twitter, I so I wouldn't know. Yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> but but just look her up. Google Victoria Monet. Google. Twitter and Google. Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who else has a... Okay, I have a... You have a... I don't have one this time. Okay, well, I do. Okay. Back again. Here we go. Oh. You know, what 19... do you guys think it is? Go ahead. Um, Ladies, what do you think his recommendation is going to be? What oh, year? Oh, what year? Yeah. Nineteen. Well, it's all kind of one. Nineteen ninety four. Nice. Ninety four. You're closest. Oh, see. Oh. Uh, it's like I'm in a twenty year anniversary albums right now. Yeah, because oh it's God. every. Yeah, think about it. We're getting old. We're getting old. We're getting old. Oh my God. And then kind of. Getting old. Not everyone. Yeah, you're. Jay. is a young one. Yeah, twenty one. A little bit. Yeah, twenty one. She's a baby. Oh yeah, she's um from Jersey. So welcome to LA. Feature. Feature. So that's it. Okay. So, and it kind of really goes with the whole, um, with the ex stuff. Oh. oh. Okay. I think maybe not, not really. I'm just <laughs> Just trying to tie it in. I'm just trying to tie in. So, it's, it's my boy Tupac. Oh, okay. can't never go wrong. Can't go wrong, Tupac. So, never, ever. I wanted you to play. 20 years. Yeah, that's like everybody. That's what he. That's what he friends. That's why he goes to his ex because he always is the same hoe, right? What did I tell you, men out there? That ain't always been on your side. 
Someone took it a little too long. Whoa, whoa. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring more water. Please love and blessings. Please love and blessings. Personal. Any other recommendations? Anything you want to throw out in the song? I'm trying to think. I don't have any music. Yeah. We've been on the DNC. I recommend watch Hillary's speech tomorrow. It's probably going to be on like a 7.30. It's important. Yeah. Watch it. Watch her. Boy, and then on Sundays, watch, watch Power. Power. Yeah, Power. Oh my God, yes. Watch <laughs> Power. We'll yes. talk more next time. Yeah, Power. it was a little slow episode, but yeah. it's dope. But yeah. Power's still yeah. dope. It still gives dope. us good information. So. Anticipation for next week. Right. Next week. Or this week. But right. on that note, um, everybody, thanks for listening. And um, next week. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah, we got a new Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. What is it? What is it? Um, I, I'm with them. Underscore podcast. So on please Facebook. on Facebook, like us, please. Yeah. Thank you. Check us uh, out. We are on Facebook Live as well when we do our um, oh our podcast. Our yeah, podcast. we're gonna start doing so. that. We'll start putting more videos up, um, so you guys can yep. chime in. And I think we'll, okay, I'm not on Facebook, right? So I don't know Facebook because uh, Facebook I always think is for older, and I'm old, but still. Um, right. So li- uh, Facebook Live, you can. Shady. People that are listening, they watching, can actually ask questions bam. as you're recording. Yeah. Yeah, so like, so we'll like start Periscope. doing it. We'll yeah. start planning it ahead so then people can start throwing things out of their own comments. So again, yeah. So we ha- that one of the questions was that one for the act. So if you have more questions, always hit up on Facebook, on Instagram. What's um, Instagram again? I'm with them mm-hmm. underscore podcast. So go ahead and DM us or put it on our on posts. Follow so. us first. Yes, yeah. follow us first. <laughs> okay. We appreciate the support. So. We do. Love you guys. Thank you so, so much. Thanks for checking us out, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Word. Bye.